Yes, hour two. Just getting started with you. Thanks for tuning in today, however you're listening, wherever you're listening from. I'm decked out in my new favorite shirt. I just got it. It's the first time I've worn it. Brand new favorite shirt, though, from the Mississippi State University Golf Course. They are Hale State GC on Twitter. Hit them up. Listen, y'all, if you're a State fan, they got the best gear, shirts, hats, all that kind of stuff. This is one with like the baseball, the old English baseball logo where it just says Mississippi and State. And then it's got the three stripes over here on black shirt. I love black. Get one like it at the Mississippi State University Golf Course. My son-in-law played there uh, Thursday and Friday. Really? Played played there uh, and, and at Old Waverly and at the uh, the Lynx course. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. He's a big-time goofy golfer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he's pretty He's pretty good. Pretty good. He, well, he yeah. can wax me. Yeah. Well, that ain't too hard, though, especially now. Right. Yeah, I never forget the first time I ever met you, John, was on the golf course down at uh, Port Gibson. Yeah. And uh, for an event down there at the little yeah, port. My man, Paul Howell, called me up. And he said, man, I can't go play golf, but I got somebody I know you'd want to meet and play with. I said, who is that? He said, Matt White. I said, what time's the tournament? <laughs> and I'll never forget, like, the one of the first things you ever said to me was about the size of my feet. Yeah. I, I like, wear a 13, man. I, so I have a big foot, bigger than normal. <laughs> yeah. But I looked down and I went, holy mackerel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I meet this guy. He's like, hey, I'm John. Friends call me. JB, Dr. Brojo. I'm like, what's up, JB? Good to meet you. I'm Matt. He goes, holy, look at your feet. Good <laughs> Lord. Look at that. I mean, it was a, it was a heck of a meeting. It didn't help that you had those white Adidas uh, cleats because you know white makes your feet look bigger. Bigger, yeah. yeah. Well, and those golf shoes, yeah. The, and you know, I don't even play golf anymore. And my golf shoes, but I still own a pair of those white, really nice, you know, hundred dollar uh, Adidas golf shoes. You know what I use them for? I wear them often. They are for yard work. That's what I wear when I push that lawnmower, when I run that weed eater, when I do anything else in the yard. My golf shoes are now yard work shoes. <laughs> Welcome into the show. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team, they are your home team at Farm Bureau. Hometown heroes, your local Farm Bureau insurance agents. I love staying connected to you around the clock, too. Uh, not just while we're on the air here. As you know this, if you... Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, anything else. I stay connected to you because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire, customer inspired. Whether it's, you know, like on Friday nights, I'm out here, you know, tweeting and every now and then like I, I think I guess it was Friday night. I did a little live thing on Instagram during halftime of my alma mater's high school game. And I'm watching it from my living room. Okay. First of all, I'm watching it from my living room. The live stream of Prattville High School in Alabama, whooping up on Stanhope Elmore. And, you know, I just hop out on the back porch and just go live right there. Why? Because I'm staying connected to you around the clock because of C Spire. So, Caleb, there's your answer. He's watching on Periscope. He said, who all did you watch and listen to on Friday night? Uh, I listened to a little bit of your broadcast of PCS, uh, Caleb, online. But I mostly watched, like I say, my alma mater, Prattville and Stanhope. They got a win. Prattville's 2-0. and Later this month, I'm going to attend... The Hoover at Prattville game. That's going to be a big deal. Looking forward to that. All right. I mentioned to you C Spire. Speaking of C Spire, 
I want to uh, chat it up right now on the Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson with Jim Richmond, the Director of Corporate Communications for C Spire. Uh, Jim, longtime friend, great Mississippian, working for a great Mississippi company. And as I've told you before, of course, you don't need me to tell you all the things that they are involved in at C Spire from a sports perspective. So it's always on our radar here. But there's some things going on. I want to make sure that if you listen to this show, you know about it. All right, so let's do that right now. Jim, really do appreciate a little time with you here on a Monday of what, hallelujah, is game week here in the state of Mississippi. But it's been a strange offseason, been a you know kind of strange preseason, just different. I wonder during all this how things have been going for y'all at C Spire. How's it going? Well, it's, it's, it's great, uh, man. It, it, look, it's great to be uh, back with you. It's been quite some time since I've had a opportunities to interview with you so it's, it's yeah. good to be with you this afternoon yeah uh, 2020 has been a crazy year for sure obviously across the board and uh ceasefire you know just like a lot of companies we've had a lot of adjustments you know from a business standpoint for sure mm-hmm. obviously uh you know, gosh we've got over 1700 employees vast majority of those employees are working uh, remotely from home and um, you know, just taking care of business uh, remotely, and obviously a lot of changes on our retail side, so adjustments, you know, for sure. But, I mean, really, truly really very thankful that through all of this, our business has uh, has been really, really strong, you know. I mean, when you think about it, a big part of our business is the fiber mm-hmm. side, both from a home standpoint and business standpoint, and everybody's working, you know, remotely from home. They need all the power they can get, and uh, so our business, again, and thankfully, has been extremely strong. So we're, we're certainly thankful for that, to say the least. And in the midst of all of this, we kicked off our residential uh, fiber uh, sales as well in a couple of cities in Alabama. And uh, I've been here a long time and had the opportunity to do my first uh, host, our first virtual uh, press conference. So that was kind of interesting and successful. So, uh, yeah, quite a bit going on. It's uh it's different, uh, it, but it's been good. Yeah. Well, and I know, Jim, that, you know, C Spire, from a company perspective, has been involved in sports marketing, in particular college football, for a really long time, as long as I can remember, you know, going back. Um, and obviously, there, there are a lot of unanswered questions about this upcoming season. I mean, we're going to have a game Thursday night, and it's like, if something doesn't happen, that's kind of our approach. So with that kind of hanging over our head. It's always an unknown. It's different. Unanswered questions. How is C Spire approaching football season this year? Well, it's a good, good question. And, and obviously, like you said, we've been a part of uh, college football in our footprint for a very long time. And uh, really, this year, uh, certainly no different. I mean, obviously, things are different in the world around us. But uh, you know, we like to invest where people are passionate and people continue to be passionate about college football. So, uh, you know, we've, uh, we're lucky, obviously, at this point, like you said, we'll, uh, SEC is, uh, planning to play some games. So, you know, we're going to stay very aggressive with our relationships and our sponsorships. And, you know, we've been with Mississippi State, Ole Miss, USM, gosh, for, I've been here almost 30 years. I think those relationships go back 27, 28 years, so a long, long time. And, uh, you know, we're continuing, like I mentioned, we're continuing to try to expand our brand in Tennessee and in Alabama as well. So we really have gotten even more aggressive. So not only uh, 
the schools I mentioned, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, USM, but, uh, you know, uh, our uh, folks will see our brand on the headsets uh, this fall of those schools, plus Alabama, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, uh, and UAB as well. So, again, just, uh, you know, we've expanded. I mean, we'll, we'll have our, our brand on the headsets of five of the 14 SEC schools, and obviously, um, Provided that they play and everything moves forward, there'll be a lot of eyeballs for sure viewing them from a television standpoint. So we think it's going to be great, you know, from a branding standpoint for us. And uh, Orion Watson, who you know well and manages sports marketing for us, he's done a terrific job. And with our legal folks, addressed all the what ifs, you know, in the contracts because there are so many unknowns going forward. But we're really not taking the foot off the gas at all, just staying aggressive and. Um, we love these relationships and passion that, you know, the sport uh, brings to our fan base and uh, our customer base, obviously. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're really approaching in an aggressive manner this year. Jim Richmond on your radio. He is the Director of Corporate Communications for C Spire, a great Mississippi company, but they're obviously uh, a much bigger company than, say, just right here at home and expanding in Alabama. <laughs> uh, and, Jim, you know, I've, I've talked to you a lot of times over the years about any number of different things, wireless, home internet, which I'm about to get here at my home in my neighborhood in Tupelo, which we're really excited about, uh, your involvement in high school football, uh, the C Spire Connerly Trophy, it just goes on and on. And you've mentioned to me that you're spending a lot of time with the C Spire Business Division these days. So what's going on over there in that division of the company? Yeah, so so you mentioned it. Obviously, you know, a lot of folks, especially in Mississippi, know us uh, strong from the wireless standpoint and really have three divisions, our wireless division, our home division, and then our, our business division. And, you know, we've got a team that uh, takes care of business customers, Internet, VoIP, and a whole, whole host of products and services. And so I've been working quite a bit with, with that side of the house. And We've had some extremely strong months the last couple of months uh, from a from a sales standpoint, and really proud of uh, of that growth for sure. And we want to try to continue that. So, from a marketing standpoint, uh, we've actually developed a campaign, uh, really getting started with it tomorrow, uh, September first, and it's really uh, it's called "What It Takes to Win." So, again, kind of that sports mindset. But uh, the, it's a business campaign, and Kirk Kirk Street will actually be sort of the lead, sort of uh, face for us with that. And, wow! Uh, you know, really, really, yeah, really excited about that. Uh, we've had a relationship with him for gosh several years now. We've we've hosted some events on on the Ceasefire business side in, in Jackson and Birmingham and Nashville and uh, Mobile as well. So. He's really no stranger to our ceasefire business brand, but we're kind of taking that and building on that. And uh, obviously, your audience, you know, knows him well, and so it's, uh, we think it's a good fit for that division. Well, that's really neat. So, if you're just tuning in, uh, Jim Richmond from Ceasefire on your radio, and he just told us that beginning tomorrow, at the beginning of September, you're going to start to see um, the, the early stages, the launch of this. What it takes to win campaign with Kirk Herbstreet as the face of that. So I got to ask you, Jim. Um, you mentioned it; it kind of goes back. But how did that relationship with Ceasefire and Kirk Herbstreet get started? Well, I mean, you know, we've been talking. We we like sports. We like to invest uh, a lot of our relationship or sponsorship dollars uh, in the sports arena and. Uh, made a uh, contact with him a couple of years ago and again hosted uh, him uh, for some events that we put on from our business division and 
kind of Q&A sessions with some of our customers and really went well. Uh, again, it just it just feeds well. I mean, you know, he, he is a uh, does a great job in, in his role and, and all of that, and we just felt like his, his brand was a good fit, um, you know, for our brand and what we're trying to do. And, and really, again, a big part of what we're doing right now is trying to expand that brand uh, in Alabama and Tennessee. And so, like I talked about with the sponsorships or relationships and the headsets, you know, of Alabama and Tennessee and all these other schools that will help push our brand out there. And we feel like that Kirk Herb Street, uh, with this new brand uh, marketing campaign for us will really be a great fit as well. So, uh, you know, and he'll, he'll be pushing and talking about uh, a lot of things that we, um, you know, that we, we sell and we uh, push out there. But again, a lot of it is just trying to attract additional um, you know, customers in areas that maybe don't know C Spire as well as uh, most folks in Mississippi know us. So, again, I think it's going to be great uh, for our brand. And, you know, good time of the year. Obviously, football, we've talked about so many unknowns. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with that, this relationship with the universities as, as well as this Herb Street campaign, I think we're, again, we're uh, we're ready for some football. So that's, that's how it all came about. Very, very cool. Jim Richmond from C Spire on your radio right now. Jim, um, kind of out uh, shifting gears back to the idea of you know high school sports. That's one thing we mentioned. Um, you know, C Spire has always been involved with the college teams and Southern Miss and Ole Miss, and Mississippi State. Now we see it outside of the state of Mississippi, the Alabama, Tennessee, others. But there, there's always sort of been too, from my eyes, like a grassroots sort of support approach from C Spire as well for high school football. We mentioned the the championships and high school teams. It's like every high school stadium I go to, there's C Spire is one of the supporting sponsors. And I have been feeling like with everything going on, the atmosphere and the virus and everything else, that people are kind of reconnecting with high school football on a new level, on a mass level, like we haven't seen in a while. Have you guys sensed the same thing here in the state of Mississippi at C Spire? You know, it is an interesting point for sure, and I do I do think that community feel is is really strong. And you know, we've approached uh, high school sports in a lot of different ways. I know you were involved many years ago when we did uh, the TV broadcast. Really, before very few folks were uh, broadcasting right. high school games, and we've done it a lot of different ways, uh, scaled up, scaled down. A lot of things. Uh, one, one of the things that we do now on a local community standpoint is we typically get with our local market managers and uh, talk about what do they want to do in their community. And it's amazing in the fall, a lot of them want to do sponsorships at a local level, you know, with football. And so we've, we've approached it that way the last couple of years and had really a lot of success. And again, it's kind of that play on that passion for that local community. You know, it's kind of like what, what you're talking about. And I think it's a, again, a really good, really good fit. I mean, you know, there's no doubt we need sports right now. I think sports at a high school level, sports at a college level. I just think it would be good for, you know, our state, our region, our country, uh, quite frankly. Yeah, and I have felt like, too, that JB and I were talking about this earlier, Jim, that, you know, high school football starting when it did kind of gave them a jump. I felt like there's a, you know, um, and, and the colleges are doing everything they can, and they're going to play, including Southern Miss this Thursday night. But the high school starting earlier maybe only a week later i think there's a heightened level of respect right now with a lot of people for the coaches the administrations players and parents for figuring it out at the high school level and just kind of forging ahead you know 
Yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, there's, there's so much concern and so much worry. I mean, you know, these coaches obviously have their hands full in non-COVID times, and now just really trying to make sure that they keep everybody, you know, safe and, and, and follow the, the guidelines that have been laid out there, I, I think is very important. And uh, But, again, just, uh, just again, rolling their sleeves up and, and really getting after it, I think, is a, is a step in the right direction. Sure. Jim, it's great to talk with you. I'm I'm also kind of selfishly excited to see the C Spire logo on the side of the headset that Nick Saban is wearing when he throws about it. That? When he throws it because yeah. <laughs> he's going to throw it and then you kind of get double Possibly exp- against Mississippi State. <laughs> That's what we hope. That's what we hope. And then it gets uh, double exposure because then they slow-mo it when he threw the headset yeah. to show us several times. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm there with you. I'm there with you. So, yeah. A little bit exciting, no, no doubt. And look, it's a pleasure to uh, to interview with you this afternoon, uh, Matt. Thanks for all that you do, and uh, really excited about a little football coming up. So. Same here, same here, Jim. Thanks. Good to hear your voice, and I'll see you soon. Take care, Matt. See Take you. care. You too. That's Jim Richmond, director of corporate communication for Ceasefire. Great guy, uh, and I've known Jim for a long time, and. It is exciting. You know, honestly, okay, I'm going to get to the Herb Street thing. I didn't know about that. But the other day, I am watching a video feed that came in on my email from the folks at the University of Alabama, Crimson Tide Productions. They do their video uh, stuff and send out video feeds via FTP for certain you know, people in the media and all that kind of stuff. So I pulled down and downloaded the Nick Saban press conference. And was watching some of that. If you follow me on social media, you've seen I've sent out a few clips of that. And I'm watching it and going, boom. Look at that. Nick Saban's up there answering questions at the podium. And behind him, on the screen behind him, is the C Spire logo. thought, well, I, maybe they'd done that before. Maybe I just didn't notice it. I didn't know. Well, and then I, listening to Jim, I'm going to watch, say, for instance, this year I watch a, a University of Tennessee game in Jeremy Pruitt will have a headset on, and on the side of the headset, just like you see at State and Ole Miss and other places, you're going to see, you know, C Spire on the headset. They're going to provide the equipment and be that sponsor, all that kind of stuff. So expanding, and then find out today that starting tomorrow, September the 1st, which, oh, by the way, yeah, today is the last day of August, we're going to look up tomorrow, and C Spire is launching a new college football-based campaign called What It Takes to Win and the face in front of that, the person who's the spokesperson of that, carrying the, the torch, will be Kirk Herbstreet of ESPN. So it's really cool to see them continue to grow and continue to grow. And, and uh, it'll be neat. I'll be interested to see kind of what it all looks like. But I really appreciate Jim coming on today and letting us in on that. Kirk Herbstreet and C Spire. Keep your eyes peeled for that one. And, and speaking of Kirk, um, he's working like just because there's some leagues not playing and others who have delayed a little bit does not mean that he doesn't have a game to do. What is it? Monday night? Yep. A week from tonight. It is BYU and Navy. That's it. Yeah. One week from tonight, BYU and Navy on a Monday night broadcast nationwide. And it'll be Kirk Herbstreet. Fowler, is Fowler doing it with Herbstreet? No, 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 Reese Davis. Reese Davis, Kirk Herbstreet, and 
that whole crew. That is really cool. We get to watch them on a Monday night. Take advantage of the eyeballs. Hey, JB, real quick, I know we're about to hit a break, but I mentioned this during the uh, interview with Jim. So the game's on not the most widely recognized network Thursday night. Southern Miss, South Alabama is going to be on CBS Sports Network, CBS College Sports Channel. Right. I believe they'll have the biggest rating they've ever had for a college game on that channel on Thursday night. I think you're right, and and I found out earlier uh, yesterday, talking with a buddy of mine at, at the golf course, that uh, ESPN tried, 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 and tried to get that game. Okay, I but bet CBS they did. Sports would not come up off of it. Well, and so we nailed it. You and I were talking about it the day that was going on. Remember? Yep. Um, and and we kept seeing these tweets like in real time, like that morning. Patrick McGee, who covers Southern Miss, goes, uh, "Well." You know, it looks like it's going to be on CBS, but, you know, and then and we don't know. And then it, we'll find out this afternoon. Then Brandon Marcello tweeted out, uh, we're supposed to find out this afternoon if it's going to be, you know, CBS Sports Network or something else. Well, you could just read the tea leaves. It was that day <laughs> you knew they were there going, hey, tell us what you want for it. What? And I guarantee you, CBS Sports Network, if they even made – you know, a, an effort in the negotiations, their right. pri- their price would have been astronomical. Oh yeah. Well, again, it just goes all all back to all those schools like South Alabama, Louisiana Tech, Southern Miss that are that are losing millions because mm-hmm. they're not able to play. You know, some of the games that would help their budgets out. So it's right. a it's just an effort to stay alive. CBS Sports as well. There is there is going to be a huge number of people watching and listening that game Thursday night. Stick around. And turn your mic on. The man, the myth, the legend, Big Jim, Big Jimmy, Big Jimmy Sneed, from way up there in northwest Mississippi. His heart, he's got a big heart, too. Big personality. I don't think he didn't have a big mouth. Does he miss Dinah? He didn't have a big mouth. We wouldn't say that about him, would we? <laughs> but he's having, oh, and he's a big state fan. And Big Jimmy's having a big birthday today. Happy birthday, Jimmy. And re- I don't care what anybody says. Just remember this you the man. Happy birthday. Miss Dinah, thanks for giving me a heads up. I'll shoot him a text later on. All right. Welcome back. I'm Matt. Rolling along with you here on this uh, Monday in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau. Go! With the home team. Are you sleeping well at night? Are you so excited you can't sleep? I'm excited about anything. Uh, are you uncomfortable? Well, look, i tell you this. If you're uncomfortable and that's why you're not sleeping well at night, you need to get a new mattress from Nest and Wild, a great Mississippi company, Nest and Wild. Just go to nestandwild.com. Like I said, Mississippi company. Everything on that mattress, from the mattress to the base, then all things in between, is 100% American made. Every mattress they make is 12 inches thick, not eight, not 10, like a lot of the ones you buy somewhere else, the ones you're sleeping on now. 
Everyone's 12 inches thick. You order online. It shows up on your doorstep in three to five business days. And you can even get a discount if you use this code. Bully20. B-U-L-L-Y-2-0. Bully20. You get 20% off. And when you use that code, you get 20% off your purchase and a free pillow top mattress cover with it also. The homecoming queen and I are resting comfortably every night on a California King 12 inches thick from Nest and Wild. We both are sleeping much better, more consistently than we ever have. Trust me. Nestandwild.com. Use code BULLY20. Anthony from Tupelo says, I know this is football game week, but did you see the end of the BMW championship yesterday? It was the most unbelievable finish I've ever seen. I hate DJ didn't win it, though. Well, yeah. even more Man. than that, JB, I hate I missed it. I didn't see it. Oh, Lord have mercy. It was fortunate for me that uh, the tournament had run a little late, and I was I had to work open to close yesterday at Live Oaks. and Yeah. Everybody was still out on the course, and so I have to wait for them to come back, and so I was watching the end of the tournament and saw DJ make that birdie putt in order to force uh, overtime, or as they say, uh, extra holes. Yeah. And then on the very first playoff hole, Rom on the very same green that DJ made like a 44-foot putt, Yeah. Rom makes one from 66 feet. <laughs> and it's 60 just amazing. Feet. I yeah. mean, you know, you know, that's one you don't – it's hard to imagine it. Like you close your eyes and you're thinking 66-foot putt. That's hard to even imagine one that long. Oh, and, and it was up on the top shelf of the green where the, the pin placement and the hole location was in the middle of the green. So you had to put it like almost 10 yards above the hole and then it hits the uh, down spot of the, the green and – both of them just nailed it perfectly. That yeah. ball just tracked straight to the holes. So right. Hated to see DJ lose, but you know, uh, it was it was very cool to watch Rom. So it's going to be wonderful this week watching the, uh, the 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 championship. That's right. And then the next week is the U.S. Open. Next so, week's U.S. Open. Yeah. And you got U.S. Open tennis this week, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Starting this week. But it's hard to keep up because everything got moved around. Annabeth yeah. and I were talking about, it. and then in what two months we've got the Masters. I mean, it's just. With no fans there, albeit. Yeah, it's just be crazy. It really is. Uh, Delta Tide fan on the Country Pleasing text line, 885-ESPN. Y'all text me, 885-ESPN, 601 number, 885-ESPN. He says, this is Delta Tide fan. I wear the same size shoes, size 15 here for me. It's a shame I couldn't be a place kicker for my Alabama Crimson Tide. Lord knows we need one. <laughs> and then he says, I'm too old to do it anymore. He's going to turn 42 in December. I don't know. I'll tell you this, Delta Tide fan, you couldn't be any worse than some of the ones they've had recently. And then Steve says, Matt, can you explain to us the definition of a tea leaf? Sincerely, the inquiring minds that want to know. Well, I don't know what's behind your question because it's real, real simple. There has to be some ulterior motive motive to get me to talk about it or sarcasm or something. A tea leaf. We say reading the tea leaves. <laughs> I don't. That you may want to kind of like fortune telling. Man. It's like fortune telling. Yeah. And it's just an old old saying that we just assume what it means. Uh, if you read the tea leaves, well, that means he's kind of picking up the clues over here. I'm putting the. I'm Sherlock Holmesing this thing. 
Reading the tea leaves is like I got my magnifying glass out, and now I can see what all this. I'm putting the puzzle together. Okay, that's what, what that is, is normally not known by other people. As you sort things out and read the tea leaves, it all becomes clear. Yeah, yeah. Steve said, but then he said, "Can you explain to us a definition of a tea leaf?" Yeah, I can. Tea and a leaf. <laughs> Larry, on the text line says. I was at an Ole Miss Alabama basketball game this year, and an elderly woman sunk a putt the length of the court to win a free car. Of new car! <laughs> she did. It was on TV. It yeah. It was amazing. Wasn't it amazing? Yeah, because, I mean, can you imagine trying to putt a golf ball on a gym floor? Mm-hmm. That hard wood surface. Right. Like, it's never going to stop and can go anywhere. Some of the gym floors I played on in high school, like, you could putt – one way, and it wind up going the other way before it's over with. You know, it's just, it is amazing. It really does speak to whoever finished the floor at the pavilion at Ole Miss, just how smooth and level it is, right? Yeah. <laughs> she just got it started, and it just kept right on going and clunk and won a new car. If you win a new car and you yeah, choose, you pay taxes, okay, right? well, what is the tax on it? Whatever the tax is to get the tag. I don't understand that. All right, so for example, let's say you win a $25,000 car Mm. and you go down to the uh, tax office and say, I've got this 1999 Chevrolet Monte Carlo and it cost me 25, you know. Okay, well, whatever the millage is in the county that you live in and whatever the state and local tax, minus whatever credit the government gave you, wink wink the, yeah. that's the a percentage of the amount so let's say you'd pay $500 for a tag then that's your tax, tax is 500 right. bucks right that's correct so you got to buy a tag and pay the tax you got to double up what the tag would cost you yeah why yeah, didn't you just say that to begin with J, jb i wanted to see how long it would take <laughs> you lost me i i'm horrible <laughs> with numbers See, I have this thing in my head, and there's got to be a name. You know how every phobia out there has a name for it? There's got to be a name for someone who has a phobia of money. I am terrified of it. If I'm walking along out here on the sidewalk and I see a $100 bill laying on the street, I ain't touching it. (laughs) I'm terrified of money. I wish, I hate the fact that I am in such a state as a human being that I am dependent on money. I want to be non-dependent on it. Annabeth, ask, it would be nice. Ask Annabeth. Sometimes yeah. we'll be. Sometimes I'll be sweet talking. I'll tell her I love her, and I'll say, "What in the world would I do without you?" And she'll say, "I know what you do. You live out in the woods. Eat, you'd be like John the Baptist, eating bugs and stuff." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yes, I would. If I were single and didn't have anybody dependent on me, I'd figure out a way to have zero dependency on a single cent." But nobody cares about that. So the point I'm bringing up to you is is you start talking. This used to happen to me in math class. Immediately you start talking about numbers and this and that. And and my brain goes and locks up. And all I can hear is this humming sound. Mm. (laughs) But if I talked about the A gap or the B gap, you'd be right. I got it. Yeah. Hey, and if you tell me from the beginning, whatever you pay for your tag, just double it. Okay. I got that. Yeah. 
Let's see. You know, I can pick that one up. But you know what? We we and the and it goes down every year because your car depreciates, right? Right. So your tag amount and your tax go down. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to anyway. Yeah. Well. But the taxes include the the public schools wherever you live. Yeah. So in Tupelo, the, the money be going oh, to the Tupelo yeah. uh, school right. district. Right. Right. Okay. I just. What does it say? <clears throat> Fear of money. Crema, crematophobia. Come on, is that real, Michael? Michael on Facebook, watching the Facebook live stream says, C H R CRE C H R E M A T O C H R E M A T O crematophobia is the fear of money. Is that a real thing? Crematophobia. Crematophobia. I shouldn't be that way. Money's a good no, thing. You should definitely pick that $100 up if it's on the ground because maybe the good Lord wanted you to have it. Yeah. Well, money's a good thing if you just or keep it Or you could pick it up and give it to somebody who may need it more than you do. That'd be the so thing I, to do. I'm, I'm picking it up. i just tell you that. Well, and I should too, so you're right. Yeah. I, I should too. See, it's probably not a fear of the money. It's a fear of what I will do with the money, which is always foul it up. Yeah. Like 100% of the time. All right. Coming up next, the countdown of 100 teams. Brought to you by Matt Anderson. Stick around. Now to get back to our little talk. Right here on the Matt Wyatt Show. Back with you. Countdown of 100 teams in 100 days. Coming up, two teams today. Brought to you by Matt Anderson Properties with National Land Realty. That is all coming up. First, though, I just want to throw a couple of nuggets at you here. You know, not literally. Obviously, not literally. No, I mean, like, you know, nuggets of information. Gold nuggets. <laughs> gold nuggets. You wouldn't want to throw that at anybody. You might damage the gold. No. Uh, I wouldn't want to throw chicken nuggets at anybody either. Because then I'd start a fight. This is just in, information nuggets here. Um, per a source. Who's this guy? Hawkeye. Iowa Hawkeye columnist for... Anyway, I don't know. Something up there. He covers him. He got a blue check mark. Per source. Iowa football is pausing workouts likely the rest of the week after 11 positive corona tests, COVID-19 tests, on Friday. Meanwhile, same state, different conference. Brett McMurphy tweets that Iowa State will have 25% capacity for the home opener on September the 12th. AD Jamie Pollard says if mitigation actions are successful, we will allow all season ticket purchasers to attend the next home game versus Oklahoma on October 3rd. But if measures are not followed September 12th, we will have no fans at future games. <laughs> He's throwing down a gauntlet like a good parent. Well, he's saying that if you abide by the rules the first week, the next time we have a game, we're going to let everybody in? Uh, uh, season ticket purchasers, yes which would be half of their stadium, which is what they said they were going to do way back when. He's yeah. saying, but if on this game on September 12th, 
if the 25% in there don't do what they're supposed to do, we're not going to have any fans at future games. Take that, put that in your pipe, and smoke it. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, and meanwhile, down the road, Iowa in the Big Ten is not having a season. Canceled the season. Big public cancellation of the season. Yet, they did not stop workouts as a team and now are having to pause said workouts because they have 11 positive tests. Dum da dum dum. Some dumbest thing I've ever seen. We're canceling the season. Not going to play. The end. Ain't doing it. Nope. Can't do it safely. But by all means, keep working out as a team on campus. Dumbest thing I ever heard in my life. Par for the course. How many times has that made it into today's show, John? Twice? Yeah, that's that's two times. But, you know, it, it par is good. Par is good. But they bogeyed the course. <laughs> the, the, yeah, exactly. The other thing that I don't like about golfisms is, well, he's up to par. Yeah. Why, why would you be up to par? That that would mean you're not playing well if you fell down to par. Is that Te- right? Technically, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do it. The countdown of 100 teams in 100 days. It's the The countdown is presented by Matt Anderson Properties, a member of National Land Realty. Call Matt Anderson at 408-5155. That's 408-5155. That's right. Matt Anderson with National Land Realty. Help you buy or sell that piece of property, whether it's, you know, I don't know, like recreational property, timberland, lakefront, any of that. And he can help you because... He's got the 360-degree interactive drone touring. View it from up above, 360 degrees. You don't even have to go there. You can see it. If you're selling property, let Matt help you. Get you comprehensive Internet reports for your listing. You know who's looking and how often and where they're from. Matt Anderson, 601-408-5155, We got team number five coming up in hour three. This is team number six from the SEC. That would be the real LSU fight song right there. Not Hold That Tiger or the Chinese Bandits and all that. That's, this is the real one. The real LSU fight song. Come on. Now, we know a lot about LSU, it seems like, right? Big news out of their camp yesterday. Huge news. And JB, that's just one of many, 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 many players off last year's team that ain't playing for them this year. The big news that JB speaks of is that Jamar Chase, maybe the best player in football, college football that is, but certainly the best receiver, is opting out. He is opting out, not going to play. All the reports are is that Jamar Chase is opting out. One less really good target for sophomore or junior quarterback Miles Brennan at LSU this year. Okay, and, you know, cynical, if I was going cynical about it, when I looked at it, JB, I went, why is he opting out? It's just, you know, to me, if things were going well, 
swimmingly at LSU. And players there felt like they had a chance to go out here and win another one. They wouldn't be opting out. A receiver at LSU opting out to go ahead and get ready for the NFL. If he felt like he was going to go out here and put up the same kind of numbers with the same kind of opportunities he had a year ago, would he opt out? Now, I don't know. No. No, he wouldn't. I don't think so. I, I mean, he is the two other closest receivers to him also graduated, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. It's a total so, overhaul. Yeah, and you don't have the passing game coordinator to have. He's uh, back. He's, yeah, Joe he's Brady. Long gone. He's up yeah. to the NFL now. Yeah, and and your offensive line. Guess what? They yeah. have one returning starter on that offensive line, and lose a whole bunch of depth out of it. Also, okay. They Which lose. Is not to say they can't reload. No, they can. But, but they haven't been been able to do that heretofore in consecutive years. Well, and it'd be one thing if it was one position group. It'd be right, one but, thing if it were yeah. I don't know five guys. In their case, it's every position group on both sides of the ball, and it's 15 or 20 guys. It's unreal. Okay, yesterday, Brian Fisher tweeted out the LSU depth chart from last year's national title game, and he drew a red line through all the names that have either graduated and gone to the NFL, left early for the NFL, or have opted out. And you ought to see all the red marks. I promise you, there are just as many red marks as there are players on the two deep. 22, right? Let's see, 22 starters. You go 44 in the two deep, offense, defense. Let me just count the red lines for you. These are people who are not there. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. That's offense. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26. More than half. Of the players in your two deep, not your starters, your two deep, more than half of the players on LSU's two deep depth chart for the championship game, not going to play for them this year. Add Jamar Chase to the list. And some of those positions, Matt, they're the two deep are gone. That's it. Defensive because end. there's some positions that have more than one that were left, but for the most part, there there's a good like the a wide receiver position. See ya. Nobody yeah. there. Yeah, Jamar Chase opting out. Uh, Sullivan gone. Dylan gone. Jefferson gone. Burrow gone. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire gone. What about their offensive line, Matt? Well, their first and second string right guards are gone. Starting center, starting left guard, starting left tackle, backup right tackle, and first and second string tight ends gone. A complete and utter overhaul. And and you know, with the way things went last year, a player like Jamar Chase, this is the thing that I'm surprised is that it took him this long to opt out. That's the thing I'm surprised at. A guy Maybe like him, he was reading the tea leaves. Thank you for bringing that up cuz we got a definition on the uh, country pleasing text line over here from Matt Daddy. Uh, he found it online, sent me the screenshot. See Matt, I need people like you. He says, tea leaf reading, also known as tassiography, All right. is said to have origins in Asia, the Middle East, and ancient Greece. The Middle Eastern cultures typically using coffee. However, modern tea leaf reading began in the 17th century when tea was introduced from China to Europe. They got leaves, tea leaves, read them, charge people money for it, tell you future, all big pile of 
But that's where the term comes from. It's based on the stains of the tea. <laughs> really? No, that's what it bad. is. It's based on what the, you know, like a tarot card. You uh -huh. draw a tarot card, right. you get that. Yeah. Well, I would just say that that's very appropriate. That we're <laughs> reading the stains. And I'm out here, you know, I'm so-and-so right, running around out here in the 1650s. And yeah. I actually believe somebody has told me my future based on stains from TV. Well, I can tell you something based on the stains. I can, because too. Because I know you. Yeah, they've been washed pretty clean. Oh, those? Those? Yeah, that's yeah. different. There you go. I once was lost, now I am found. I love that uh, header on your Twitter account. I changed it. That's a scene from The it. Chosen. The leper. The leper scene from The Chosen. I cannot recommend it enough. Put that mm. app on your phone. The Chosen. Season 2, I, coming soon. I laughed so hard at that, that particular scene. Because yeah. when, when he's healed, he looks at Jesus and he says, I knew you could do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Jesus said to the, anybody got an extra tunic? And then he's like, no, no, I just need one. Just one. 